Hello, Alex. Hello, Andrew. What's this? This is Brains on the Outside, a podcast about exploring creativity through ridiculous business ideas. That's right. Every Monday, we are here coming up with wacky and weird and wonderful business ideas. Like, what if there was an app that could tell you when your favorite show was about to start to suck? (laughs) So, for more ridiculous ideas like this, stick with us and we'll get on with the show. So, Andrew, this week, we've had a reader letter in. Excellent. Yeah. There's been lots happening in the world. I, I've been expecting there to be some some questions for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, this week, Michael G and Rishi S have <laughs> written to us, um, and they have a very particular type of problem. Okay. Uh, there is somebody living in a house that they want to move into. <laughs> and it's time for that person to move out. Right. And they won't. They won't go. They won't go. Wow, that's that's so, great behavior. Short of calling in the eviction services and the bailiffs, uh, they want to know if we've got any ideas or we know of any businesses that might help them to remove somebody from a place that <laughs> that person doesn't want to come out of. <laughs> Does uh did, did Rishi or Mike give us any inf- or more information about themselves? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's okay. <laughs> That's it. It's weird. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm, I'm glad to help. You know, it is difficult. Um, have you have you ever been in a situation where people didn't want to leave your house after a party or anything? Yeah, man. De- yeah, definitely. Like, I have a friend who once threw up in a bathtub and refused to admit that it was him oh, and also no. refused to leave. Oh. <laughs> How do you get rid of them? In the end, I just like, I was just like, out, out. Okay. It's time to go. Let's go. Out. I, uh, I feel this person that our uh, listeners have a problem with. They might not. They might not listen. to Just get out. I. I. Yeah. I had a. I had a party once, and I have a ton of camera people, which are just putting my pajamas on, <laughs> and then putting ancient aliens on TV, <laughs> and that that clears a party out. Um, my granddad, when my dad was young, and he would bring girls home. My granddad would come downstairs dressed in his pajamas, brushing his teeth. And that was the <laughs> signal that it was time to leave. <laughs> and would get out. Yeah. Out you go. Yeah. Bob's brushing his teeth. It's time to leave. Okay. So how, how are we getting this guy out of his home? Yeah. Um, I think she's making it really, really uncomfortable for him. Like, I think you have to bring in people he doesn't want there. <laughs> I think that's like everyone who's already there, right? <laughs> I think um, maybe ex-girlfriends, school bullies, labor leaders. All of his children. (laughs) All of his children. Get them in. That might... I also expect this man feels no shame. So that's difficult freezing me that way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, what What about if we just made it slightly difficult for him to be there? Like it was just annoying. Like the Wi-Fi never worked. Yeah, or, exactly. No, it, it did work, but it was really like really slow, intermittent. Yeah, intermittent. Yeah, it couldn't it couldn't load a YouTube video consistently at two forty p. Yeah, <laughs> that would that would break you. That would be real. Yeah, that would be rough. Or like it's just there's it's just like there's never any beans. <laughs> the fridge was always always empty. Yeah, there's only ever brown bread. <laughs> yeah there's never he strikes me as a white bread kind of guy he i think i think he probably is yeah um just yeah 
little little things you're like maybe maybe I do need to move incepting him with like the wallpaper starts to peel yeah yeah could you could you have it so that you went in when he was asleep and moved things around oh. you changed the wallpaper oh what if we put a ghost in there oh yeah yeah that would probably do it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what if we put yeah what if we put a ghost in there Th- yes poltergeist yeah Although I guess you don't want to screw stuff up so much for the future inhabitants you, of the house. You want people to move in there after him. Yeah, you don't want a slimer. Okay, you're 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 talking about moving things in. What if we just continued on as normal? Okay. He ain't leaving. We just move the next people in anyway, and we're like, okay, mate, you can stay, but they're going to be doing their business here, <laughs> and that's their bed now. I mean, you can walk around if you want, but they're going to be taking a meeting in that room, so. <laughs> Are you saying that every person who has ever lived in this house also still lives in this house? If you go deep, deep into the halls of Westminster or Dowding Street, you can still find Garden Brown, yes. <laughs> All the way back. All the, that, every, that's what, th- we're just cutting straight to it. Every living prime minister still it, lives in number 10. Yes. That's why you never see the back of it. Because it, oh, it goes on for freaking miles. Long. Yeah. Yeah. There's like... 10 down the street, 10.1 <laughs> down the street, 10.2 down the street. All the way back. Wow. That that makes being the head of this country, it makes it a real commitment. Yeah. Because every other fucking real <laughs> who's been in charge is still in there. If you want to have a really long term as prime minister, or otherwise you're shuffled back mm-hmm. into the slightly worse version of Downing Street. Yeah. That also a bunch of other prime ministers have lived in and don't really like. <laughs> Is it like a tearing system that the the longer ago you were, the worse your accommodation is? Or is it how long you were in power? Oh, so you think maybe the longer you were in power, the nicer the nicer the room you get. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know if that works very well as a theory because then uh, probably some pretty bad people can end in some pretty nice houses. Yeah, I think Margaret Thatcher was twelve years. Yeah. So yeah. (laughs) Uh, I, I think it's there is just you are shuffled back. You approval are push, rating. Approval rating. Yeah. <laughs> Current approval yes, rating. As of today. As of now. Do people like you? What about if we just unbuilt the house around him and rebuilt it on the other side of the street? <laughs> brick by brick. <laughs> yeah. So we eventually it, it just there was just him standing in that little slot yeah. between two between nine and Nine down the street and eleven down the street. Yeah, him standing. I I really like that. I I like the idea that it's happening without him realizing because there's loads of the building that he never actually goes in. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And like one day he opens a door and it just opens out into the street. <laughs> He's <laughs> always, like, there used to be a bathroom here. What? He, he, he goes to the kitchen. The yeah. I imagine there's like the real office and there's maybe they made him a fake little toy office. Yeah, to, for him to hang out in and that's all he goes to. So you can take ninety five percent of the building out. Yeah. Actually, that's a, I mean, that also makes me think, like, maybe we just build a house on the other side of the street, which is, like, more exciting and more fun for him to be in. So it does have, oh. like, little bumper cars in there. It's got a, a little uh, rocking horse to sit <laughs> on what he's doing is meetings on teams. I like, this is such a interesting insight into what you think goes on Boris Johnson's brain, where it's like, <laughs> if you give him a bumper car and a, a children's rocking horse, he's like... Let's go. <laughs> that's how it, yeah. That's what I feel like. I don't really want to delve deeper into the no, actual I, mind of Boris Johnson. <laughs> if you stare deep into that abyss, it will stare back. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I, what if, mm-hmm. um, 
you you build a second ten dynasty somewhere else. Yeah, and we just sleep. You 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 shuffle him off into there. He wakes up, and then you just pretend. You deliver fake copies of the sun every morning. Uh, you have a fake broadcast <laughs> going in. Yeah, and you give him fake papers to sign every day. It feels like a lot of effort for someone we don't care about anymore, though. Yeah, that that's actually that's a lot of taxpayer funding going into yeah. keeping the charade going. It is. What if we just catapulted him into the sun? Andrew, a really, a really nice thing has happened to us this week. It has. We've got a lot of very exciting emails in. We have. And someone sent us a voice note, man. Yeah, of a very exciting and innovative business idea. I think we should just play that. Yeah, here it is. Hello, Brains on the Outside. I listened to your mail episode and I've got an idea for you. So, you know the old school pens, like a big pen that's got the four colours in? Instead of colours... You have sources in each one. Click down and it puts a source out. Um, and what you could do is, rather than having like your meal, your ketchup, your barbecue, you can carry around the sauces that you don't usually have. So some peri-peri, sriracha, hot sauce, um, so that you can sort of use it anywhere you want. And it'd be pocket-sized. So pop it in your jacket pocket, um, take it around with you so you get a hot dog, put your sriracha on and then even linking back to your toothpaste idea the fourth one could be a little toothpaste and you know how you get some fancy pens that have like a highlighter on the end instead of a highlighter it's just a tiny little toothbrush thank you so much helen from south shields absolutely loved it it was brilliant i really love the idea of being able to take these fancy sauces with me everywhere Uh uh-huh what sauces would you have i almost exclusively have mayonnaise i recently discovered tomato ketchup whoa yeah <laughs> i know you know, I, like you didn't know it existed until recently. i i had never i basically never hiked my ketchup until three months ago wow why it gave me weird vibes and i just decided to avoid it i'm not a fan i gotta be honest no, no i think it's fine i'd rather have brown sauce but this is this is the beauty of helen's pen yeah you can have it all and then brush your teeth yeah yeah now true. if someone else had an excellent business idea yeah how could they get in touch with us? How could they send it to us? The best way to do that is to email it in to us. And if you want to email us in with some written words to start with, then we can have a bit of back and forth and you can send in a voice note. If, like Helen, you just want to send in a voice note, just go for it. The best place to do that is on our email, which is brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. If you like, you can also tweet at us, brainsoutside, or get to us on Instagram at brainsontheoutside. Perfect. I'm super excited here with other ideas come in i can't wait it's been my it's one of like my favorite things that's ever happened on the show yeah yeah <laughs> fabulous right on with the pm on with, on with the show so we have successfully got boris out of downing street yeah i'm i'm, I'm a bit <laughs> um, we have we yeah. have we've done it <laughs> I'm, I'm a bit worried though we're gonna enter the cycle again where more unsuitable people are in charge of this country can we think of a new system to implement, mm-hmm. to get the most worthy and most most qualified person in charge. I mean, we can definitely do that because like democracy as it stands right now is broken. It's open to corruption. People are stupid. They vote for the wrong things. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't feel good. Nobody feels good about it at yeah, the moment. No, no one's happy about the choices that we're making. No. And I think if we just, all take a breather. Yeah. And implement 
what we can call for right now, and this will be a better title, Democracy 2. Yeah. At least, give me, at least we should give it a shot. It can't get worse. So what about at the beginning of every year, we just randomly choose one person and they're in charge? For the whole year? The whole year. So you wake up one morning, you have a text, you're like, congratulations, yeah. <laughs> sir, slash madam. <laughs> You've been chosen as Prime Minister of the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can you can you do this from home? No, I think we move you into, into 10 Downing Street. <laughs> a limo turns up, picks you up, drives you down. Gives you a little briefing in the car on the way there. <laughs> this is what you have to do now for the next year. <laughs> Job's yours. Can you, um, do you opt into the system? Is it a lottery? Do you opt out? Do you opt in? How do you get involved? No, because like, I feel like people who opt in to being a politician are automatically people who should not be running uh, the country. Ah, right. That's a good point. Yeah. I feel the slight flaw on this plan, again, is we're not being very fair. We are we're putting all our eggs in one basket and there's one person. What if everyone got to be the prime minister? What, for just a short period of time? So over the course of the five years, yeah. the term, you get an equal share of prime minister time. <laughs> so you, maybe everyone everyone gets half a second in, in a course for five years. And in that time, you have absolute power. Oh, wow. Okay, so... You just have like a really short window though where you can make a policy. Yes, yeah. So you just have to shout it out. That you can't, the good thing about this is you don't have time to corrupt anything because you can't have huge sweeping policy changes when you when your policy has to be condensed down to probably three or four words. Right. So like the first person's there and they're like, no taxes. No taxes. And the second person's like, more taxes. <laughs> and then maybe there's someone off in the background Crunching some numbers. Working out how to actually do it. Yeah, how to do it. Privatize the NHS. Nationalize the railway. (laughs) (laughs) Free haircuts for everyone. (laughs) I I, I think this chaos is fair, though. I think it would balance out, right? Because people get so pissed of everything changing all the time. They'd be like, right, it's your turn. Just be chill, man. Just Just be cool. What what would your... Right, you get get a text and you're like, in 15 minutes, your phone's going to ring and you... It's policy time, Alex. Go. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, there's a lot of serious ideas there. But the thing that's in my head is like, it's just free haircuts on a Tuesday. You know, honestly, after you said that, I've been thinking that's how I might use my one as well. (laughs) I really need a haircut. Yeah. And I love it for free, man. (laughs) Because as well, like, there's going to be tactics to it. There'll be tactics. Because if you do big sweeping policy changes in your 0.75 seconds, people are going to come and veto them after. They're going to use their 0.75 seconds to get rid of your one but if you go for little things like maybe the bus route from Durham to Newcastle should be free people aren't probably going to step on your toes there hot pink passports there you go people aren't going to be thinking about that yeah yeah if you do something inconsequential you sneak these little ones in the little wins okay right here's a different idea Mm -hmm. what if we go back to the first thing where we randomly choose one person right yeah for a year Mm -hmm. and during that year they can do anything they want Unless any single person vetoes it. So you have to craft a policy that everyone will be maybe not happy with, yeah. but can accept. Yeah, they're either happy or they're ambivalent about it. They don't care. And you can resubmit. Like if some one person vetoes, like I'm like, free haircuts on a Tuesday. And you're like, nope. <laughs> I work on a Tuesday. <laughs> and okay, then you'll resubmit. Free yeah. haircuts on a Tuesday, but Alex gets it free between 9 and 10 a.m. on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, unless you work on a Tuesday, in which case. Yeah. I mean, I, I like this idea of brute forcing it through, having a million caveats. Yeah. You have it on Tuesdays. Bethany has it on Fridays. 
yeah. I, I want to pay more for my haircuts for some reason. So yeah, I, I think this could. I think there is there, there's something here about there's, there's there's a little bit which is open to some kind of corruption though. Okay, which is like, what is the window in which I can veto something? Because if I wake up at like two in the morning and I'm like Andrew off brains on the outside is never allowed to go to Butlins again. <laughs> and you're a big Butlins fan. Okay, because I was that's not a great loss to me, but I, I can play <laughs> in this space with you. <laughs> but you're asleep, and it doesn't affect anyone else, but it just affects you, but you're asleep during that policy change. Okay, what, what if at, it's always the same time? Oh, okay. Televised live to the nation, 6 p.m. You get one thing a day. You get one thing a day. You you read your little thing out, yeah, and then there'll be a hashtag associated with it. And anyone tweets a hashtag, you're done. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you yeah, have just, 20, 24 hours to rewrite it. Yeah, just like no hashtag nope. <laughs> there, there's there's a lot of potential for gridlock here. Yeah, you need to you need to choose your starting state really well. I think. I think it's really I think it's a really clever idea because it it, it balances really nicely. You don't do anything which pisses lots of well it doesn't piss anyone off. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's nice. It's quite a nice. I feel like it would be quite. It might be boring as well. Though, that's the only thing. I feel that we've had enough exciting politics. Yeah, that's true. Is there any checks or balances in this? Aside from well, ultimately, like, the veto is the veto, the veto, the veto is the checks, checks and, balances. and balances, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Because like, if someone actually knows what they're doing as well, like it's like pure wisdom of the crowds. You're like, right, no taxes. Someone who understands this is going to go like, nope. And you're like half taxes, and someone else is going to go. No, no, man, this is the this is madness. Is is okay, right? Uh, Twitch plays Pokemon. Oh yeah, right. So there's a game of Pokemon that people on the stream site Twitch. There's like hundred thousand of them, and they all mash buttons into their keyboard, and they all play Pokemon the same game at the same time. So we have a policy which is like basically every referendum. Yes, everything's a referendum at six o'clock. You get to go on to the gov.uk website. Yeah. And there's just a blank sheet of A4 paper. Right. And everyone just starts typing. And every eventually words will form and oh. that is the law. Oh, holy shit. Wow. Yeah, okay. Because eventually some people will... Oh, yeah, okay. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty neat, actually. But Tom, this is wisdom of the crowds. The problem is... Problem. I'm gonna. I'm gonna end up being myself here. But the problem is the wisdom of the crowds. That's what got us into this bar, Johnson. Yeah, that's in the first it's place. true. It's totally true. <laughs> what about if instead of voting for a person, we vote for the thing that we think that the person who runs the country should be best at? So you mean? So it might be like, I think that we need a a prime minister who's really focused on economics. So I want to. I'm going to put my vote for economics, and then. If you also vote for economics, and if everyone votes for economics, or the majority vote for economics, then we find the best economist in the country, and she becomes the prime minister. Expanding the ballot, not just to be five names, but to be either every name or an abstract concept like baking. Yeah. Money. Yeah. And it's saving. Saving. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sport. Yeah. Yeah. winks. Like... Everything you just put it, you take. I'm gonna. I want someone to be who's really good at. Uh, yeah, uh, I want the best person, the person who makes the best baked potatoes. <laughs> take that, and then eventually, if anyone takes that, we get a really good baked potato present. I, I imagine the ballot sheet is now like a D and D character creation sheet, 
lots of stats <gasps> and everything. Oh. And you're like, I think the prime minister should have like a plus two on defense role. Yeah, <laughs> like seven intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixteen charisma. We we take out his D and D sheets. We ad- average them. Yeah, and then we just go out on a search across the country. Yeah, maybe televised on ITV as a like a talent show just to find the person who most matches this D and D character sheet. This is really good because also it means we have to start now to find the prime minister five years from now. Yeah. Because it's such a big process. It's a big process. And it also gets complicated. That's actually really exciting because now you have to have like tournaments and games the whole time to figure out who is the person in the country who's most like a mage with five wisdom. <laughs> what if we just what if we actually just did contests the whole way through and it was just like the first round was everyone gets paired up with someone else, rock, paper, scissors. Luck is important. And then, yeah. And then if you win that, you go through to the second round. You get paired up with another person. And the second challenge is make an omelet in 20 seconds. We go through every single skill you might need as a person and a leader. Yeah. In the United Kingdom of Great Britain, Northern Ireland. <laughs> so it's like, how well do you queue? <laughs> how well do you make it like thoughts how, on tea <laughs> yeah what is your thoughts on tea I, I how long can you talk about the weather for this is what we've I, i'm torn between falling into these like we're creating the prime minister as the most british person the ultimate or, stereotype or is it all games of luck and chance like, is, do you just do a rock, paper, scissors, and then you roll some dice, and the prime minister is the luckiest person in the country? I, I believe that it's actually the best way to do it, isn't it? Right. If you, and it's not just one big game. It's just like lots and lots and lots of games. So it's real compound yeah. probability situation. So if you actually end up being the one person... You are pretty darn lucky. You're pretty darn lucky at it. Okay, I, I think we're basically here. Yeah. So, right, Boris is out in in, in August or whatever... We need to start. We need to get this 56 million or whatever of us. Six, everyone. In the UK, down to one. Yeah. What? Everyone starts flipping a coin. Yeah. And if you get 100 heads in a row, that's it. That's you're it. You're, you're the person. Oh, so you're thinking there's one one thing. Not like I, I imagined there's, there's also little games. Yeah. You, you pair up. You, you First person yeah. to get tails. You pair up again. You are like squid games, but for government. Luck-based squid games for government. Yeah. Democracy 2. Well, that's democracy solved. That's it. Done. Yeah. Perfect. So that's it, Alex. That was it. That's the end of the show. We've tackled some very difficult... Extremely topical... Problems. Uh, how to get Boris out? I think our solution, which was... You just... They just keep living there. You just, just You yeah. put them into the back room, get the new prime minister in... Forever. There's so many good things about that as well, because... It means that the parties, when they uh, when they elect their <laughs> leaders, the leaders have to be thinking about the fact that you have to live, like future leaders are like, I'm going to have to live with this idiot <laughs> until they cock it <laughs> in this house. Am I really, does this really what I want? The bigger problem is how do we fix democracy? How do we get new people in? I yeah. thought we did a pretty good job there as well. I think so. I really like total luck as total the answer luck. to that because I feel like it's probably that anyway. It's kind of, it's kind of, it, it, that's more fair to us than the current system, which, yeah, which is, is, did you go to Eton? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Were you lucky enough to go to Eton? <laughs> this is, were you lucky enough to win this massive contest that we've created? Yes. Yeah. 
Um, and I think, I mean, I'm not sure in practice it will be better, but at least it'll be it'll be different. <laughs> yeah, it'll exactly. be it'll be a change in the last twelve years. <laughs> So, Andrew, if, if people wanted to write to the show, what's the best way to do that? There's a few ways. You could email us at brainsontheoutside at gmail.com. You can go on our Twitter at brainsoutside, or you can find us on Instagram at brainsontheoutside. And while looking for your business problems, or if you have business ideas, like Helen did earlier, we would love, 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 love to hear them. We really, really would. And the absolute most best and wonderful thing that you could possibly, possibly do for us is tell your friends. That'd be so amazing. Yeah. We've got a growing audience and we're so pleased with it. So we love every single one of you. Thank you. Andrew, keep your brain on the outside, man. Keep your brain on the outside.